0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is Chris
1: and Justine
0: and we have a special episode for you today. We actually decided since we have a pretty substantial announcement to make to you guys that the best place to do it is going to be on a podcast episode. However, before we tell you the exciting news, just be sure that you stick around after we tell you because we're going to share some of the most common questions that we get asked, and our unique answers to them. Yeah, that is correct. They are going to be unique and probably (laughs) countercultural and sometimes shocking. Um, So if you want to hear the answers to those um, very important questions, stick around after we
1: And they're like answers that aren't, they haven't always been our answers to these kinds of questions.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's been an evolution but, for us for sure.
1: Yeah, we're learning and growing and trusting God and yeah. So so,
0: do you? Are we gonna say it together? The big news!
1: No, we should say it together. Say it together. Okay, ready?
0: Yep. Count. Three, two. One. <laughs> we're, we're pregnant. pregnant.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: baby, Cirillo number three is on its way. I almost said on his way, but I actually don't know. Um,
1: we're just used to boys.
0: Yep. Yeah, so we are about 15 weeks I think so, yeah. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yep. And so we are well on our way to uh, a full basketball team. Um, <laughs> and uh, Wait, we'll how be... many
1: is on a basketball team?
0: Well, uh, a full squad on the court is five.
1: Oh, just on the court.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. So we could okay. play a game if we needed to.
1: That's, well, not, you. oh, like with you and I.
0: Yeah, with you and I. Gotcha. Yeah. I was like, not we don't have kids. that
1: many kids yet. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. But together
1: as um, Team Cirillo.
0: Team Cirillo. <laughs> team Cirillo. Yep. And we nice. are not, I mean, God willing, we're not stopping at three. Um, unless, of course, uh, God gives us some pretty clear
1: uh, yeah. Direction,
0: but which—that's a
1: question a lot of people ask, or have been asking since we started yeah. telling them—is like, let's dive into that one. Um. Uh, like, how is, are you going to be done with three, or do you <laughs> – that is our dog?
0: Yep. This is <laughs> um, how it goes. Yeah. When you uh, do a podcast at home and you have two toddlers and two dogs, but uh,
1: um, so yeah, people ask. Well, they'll ask like how I'm feeling and they'll ask, but like one of the big ones is is how many kids do you guys want? Or are you going to stop at like is three or like number? Um, and our answer is, well, no, we want more than that.
0: (laughs) How are we going to decide how many do we have?
1: How do you decide, babe?
0: Yeah. Um, well
1: I don't I don't know I think we're kind of learning more and more that like we will in life in general like the idea of us deciding on something is kind of funny yeah to think that like we get to choose our I don't know what I'm trying to say can you complete my sentence <laughs>
0: We serve a sovereign God and it feels pretty silly to say that we're going to like, um, well, I guess the, the answer is kind of two parts for me. One, the first, we talked about this last week is the mandate on the family is to be fruitful and to multiply. Um, and, it actually designates kind of in that order right so mm-hmm. for me it's like let's get healthy let's be a family that makes disciples or has a discipleship centered focus and then yeah. let's multiply yeah and um i really think that i am more and more every day believing and that term believing like we have some acquaintances we've met that kind of helped us understand uh, that and then doing a deeper dive into the etymology of the word believe, like what does that mean? Etymology, like, is like studying the study of, it? of the word, like, or the gotcha. the history of the yeah, word. Yeah. And so, like, when you look at what believe means to most people today, it means very different things, or at least less powerful than what it used to mean, you know, say 400 years ago. Uh, well, actually, more like 600 years ago. Um, and so it used to mean when I believe in something I trust in, rely on, and my hope and confidence is found in that thing, right? That's what I believe. Um, today, I believe that sugar is really bad for me, but I keep eating it. And so I obviously am not hoping and relying on and trusting in and building my confidence in that thing that I believe. It's just uh, belief rather than relying in and having confidence in and hope in has turned into, I would accept that as being fact.
1: So it's like knowledge. Yeah. Like, I know this, but I don't do this.
0: Yeah, it doesn't dictate my life. So yeah, this can be for believers in the church, like, oh yeah, I believe in Jesus. Well, does your life demonstrate yeah. that you are a follower of Jesus in any way, shape, or form? Yeah. I think that would determine whether or not you truly believe in a way that... The scriptures say when we believe we're saved. Like, yeah. you know, I think saying that you believe in Jesus and living complete waywardly and like never repenting or anything like that, that's as yeah. not actually believing. Yeah. That's just acknowledging that the fact of this guy that came to earth and died for us. And so I'm actually believing, I think, for the first time in a long t- or ever, like believing and trusting and relying on the reality that children are a blessing
1: Mm, and yeah.
0: that my quiver can be full, which yeah. is we talked a little bit last time. And that time, you're not
1: going to sink if you have yeah. a f- let a lot of kids, or that it's not going to like put you under. Yep. Emotionally, and or spiritually, or financially.
0: I personally would say, as a father, I'm growing in this area so much. But I would say, Allowing the Lord to humble me and actually relinquishing this illusion of control in my life and actually trusting Jesus for all things has led me to a place where I trust him with my time and I can be sacrificial for my family, even though I suck at that sometimes. I can be the head of my home who is suffering for everyone else, at least in my own like mind some days, you Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. and be okay with that and know that I'm blessed by doing that and that it's a blessing to do that for you guys. Yeah. And I think that's a big shift. I don't think if you trust Jesus well enough or like fully enough, you're ever going to relinquish control of your life and say that like, okay, like I can't control all of my day, can't control my schedule to the T. I can't get all the stuff done that I want to get done. If I keep having kids, like, Mm, that's just, you know? Yeah. And so now it's like, well, kids are actually just shaping me into more of who Jesus wants me to be, into more of his likeness, because I'm having to die to myself, and so are you every day, more and more, and it's a blessing.
1: Yeah. A hard blessing sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Because the last thing we want to do is, like, die to ourselves. Like, we want what we want, and so yeah a couple kids is i don't know easier than a lot of kids, I think, <laughs> in that you you don't have to die to yourself as much, i guess yeah if that makes sense
0: for sure, and I, just
1: like recognizing too that um um kids can be contributors to the family rather than like looking at kids as um just like consumers that take and take and take but like yeah. no is if, if we we're, if we're training our kids the way that the bible asks us to mm-hmm. then like they're going to be contributing to our family team in a way that we can be thriving um yeah rather than just like oh these kids are just taking everything from me and at the end of the day we're like left with this disastrous house that we're having to pick up ourselves and, you know, like teaching them from now, basically for Asher, like putting yeah. clean dishes away, cleaning up his room, cleaning up his messes so that it, it isn't like all on us. Totally. It shouldn't be all on us. <laughs> He's the one that made the stinking mess. Yeah. The I mean,
0: that's place. such a good point babe. because as a dad, um, the more, in tune I get with the reality that I can train my kids and equip them. And actually, like, guys, like, we don't do a great job at this, but we've been working at it for a year and getting better and better. But, like, down to the point where, like, take my kids, I'll show them what I want them to do. Like, if they're going to interrupt us in a conversation, hey, like, here's how you put your hand on me to show me that you want to ask me something. Like, we show them, teach them all that display it. And then we drill it and we make them do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. We give them candy. Yes. We bribe our we kids. We make it,
1: well, we just make it fun. Yes. Like we don't want uh, it to just facetious, yeah. but um,
0: <laughs> like get them excited about learning this new thing.
1: Yes. And yeah.
0: So like then rather than having a kid who I have to entertain with a tablet and quite frankly, because of like his exposure to that, like device Starts to get edgy and irritable and has like is throwing fits and is like, like our kids, we've noticed are very different children when they're in front of a device than yeah. they are when we don't do that and mm-hmm. we do other things with our kids. Mm-hmm. And so, And this isn't to condemn any parents because there are times where, you know, devices can be helpful and they're useful. Like Justine got out of a season being sick with this pregnancy and there was a a handful more TV shows than we normally watch. Totally. Things like that. But if we're diligently training our kids, dads, then like you have kids that rather than being whiny, like clingy. Um fit throwing like consumers who just watch a device all day. like you now have contributors who are respectful, who are helping, and, and we're very much early in this journey. We're learning, We're still working on this. Our kids throw fits too. Yeah.
1: like we, this is not
0: like um, we're not the the super parents. But that's the perspective that we have to have is the better the job that we do at this, mm-hmm. the better our kids will be. And the easier it will be to have more and fulfill the mandate on the family to be fruitful and multiply and like bring Jesus to our city.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think.
0: What are the other questions people ask? Is that what you're going to say?
1: Yeah. One of them is just like, how am I feeling? And I'm feeling good at this point. (laughs) I think actually I felt pretty. So between weeks like six and ten ish. I didn't feel very good, um, and so that's when we just moved the TV back into our living room because we keep it in a separate room, and like I just laid on the couch and let the boys watch TV, and it was just one of those seasons where you survive, not thrive, and that's okay because it's just a season, and that's probably one of the biggest things that I've learned being a mom and being pregnant three times now is like, especially in the little stages. In the pregnancy, infant, newborn, or newborn infant—I don't know how they go. <laughs> I think it's infant and the yeah. newborn or something no. like that.
0: Pregnancy, newborn, infant, I
1: don't toddler, know. and then well, but then there's baby too. <laughs>
0: Aren't they all babies? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but that like everything is a season, and you mm. you get to a point where things are kind of like where you want them to be and back in like the rhythms of your days and your weeks that you like, that would be ideal. But there is a season where it's not and that's okay because it won't last forever. So that is encouraging to any moms out there that the little stage is not forever. We're still in a lot of the little stage and then we'll be in the newborn stage again and, End of April. But just knowing that it's just a season and you'll get through it and you'll feel like yourself again, even if it feels like you're never gonna feel like yourself again. So, anyways, that's just a little side tangent. So I'm feeling good.
0: I I wanna add to that. Like I think that's where like having an ideal rhythm in your week, like we talked a little bit about these last couple of weeks, is key because like at least if you have on paper, like, hey, here's what our family really wants to make sure we try to do every week and yeah. make margin for and make regular Like our top with. priorities. Yeah, and, so like we yeah. knew that we really were ready to like dive back into community full yeah. time and discipleship stuff and just yeah. be part of people's lives. Mm-hmm. But that was really hard when you're sick all the time. Right. And so it's like. But we had things mapped out. So yeah. the moment you were better, we were like, okay, who are we inviting over for dinner? Totally. Like, you know, let's yeah. go to small group on Wednesday. Like we started dialing everything in. And yep. so I, I think that's really hard to like get back to normal.
1: Like, yeah. If you don't know what normal as is. As
0: seasons come and go, if yeah. you don't have that kind of laid out.
1: Yeah. Um, and don't we have that in our um, like download? Isn't that one of the we things? We
0: talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but. I think we're going to go a little deeper on some um, ways to design an ideal week here soon, which will be a cool resource. Oh, like on people. the
1: podcast?
0: Yep, yeah, and with uh, an additional resource that we'll oh, cool. give out with that.
1: Okay, nice. Um, is there what are the? Is there other questions? I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I think one of the is biggest there's... ones that we <laughs> I've actually gotten this probably like four times in the last week is like, so was this one planned?
1: Oh, yeah. And was it planned or an accident?
0: <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, it's definitely, it was planned. So I think we came to the point where we really were ready to have another kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In our heart, we were yeah. ready. Yeah. I guess, I don't know how to say this the best way. We were ready, but we were struggling to, to feel like, The timing was right. And we were like, okay, why are we feeling that? We Mm -hmm. feel kind of the Lord prompting us to have another child and to go for it. And I think we landed on all of the excuses that we can come up with as to why not to. Mm
1: -hmm. were
0: either areas that we didn't trust God, whether it was with our finances, with the timing, changing jobs, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the different things that were on our plate, like, um, or we were just being flat out selfish, which is... You know, something that we struggle with that is, we talked a little bit about last week is just part of being in a society that's, you know, self
1: centered, <laughs> self centered and
0: individualistic. And yeah. everything's about my own personal happiness. Mm-hmm.
1: So
0: I think we just were confronted with those and we were like, all
1: yeah, right, let's go for
0: it. Let's rock and roll, pull the yeah. goalie. Yeah. Let's do this.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I think my biggest, one of my biggest things was, um, like not wanting to go back to feeling the way that I felt like nine months postpartum with Solomon or eight months postpartum with Solomon. And we shared a podcast about that. Yeah. Like kind of what that looked like and felt like and stuff. But that was what,
0: like three podcasts ago, four, I think four episodes ago, we talked about that. But you you were really encouraging
1: with like, just kind of like, what would you, like, if you knew for certain that that was going to happen again, would you not have any more kids? And I was like, well, no, I would still want more kids. Yeah. And so that was just kind of like helping to put that fear at bay, I guess. Of like, yeah. just trust God if it happens again, because I've heard it can be like, due to hormones, it can also be due to, at the time we didn't have any kind of rhythms to our weeks mm-hmm.
0: I was or traveling, you were
1: yeah. traveling. A lot. So there's just a lot of it things that, um, we just kind of were going day by day and trying to survive and we Didn't know what, what like a healthy day or a healthy week looked like or would feel like for us. Um, so I think that was big, but, um, yeah, that just helped me to kind of. Realized that that fear wasn't something to give weight to because even if every pregnancy here on out or every baby here on out, I felt that way, you know, eight months postpartum, I still was going to, I'm not going to stop having kids because of that. Because I, again, I know it's just a season. I think by the time he hit 12-ish months or so, it got better. And so knowing that you just got to, I don't know, figure out what's not working in that season so that you can hopefully make it work as best as possible while you're trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. Did you have something else you were going to say?
0: No, I, I think that's good. Um, just like, um, yeah, the, the point that I, kind of brought up to you I think is really important for not just kids but really like anything is like um scripture really kind of calls us like Jesus every time he called one of the disciples more or less he like or anybody really that was interested in the kingdom of God he asked them to count the cost like he you know Mm -hmm. he told them what it would take Mm -hmm. and so I think oftentimes with this like I don't think we do a good job at assessing things. We personally, and most people in general, just like, okay, let's sit down. Let's really like, think about this. What's, what, what's the lay of the land? What's the worst that could happen? What's the best that could happen? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what's it going to cost us if we lay it all out? Like it's almost always better than what you think it is. Like you always usually make some things up in your mind. And yeah. like imagine about how the, bad it's going to be.
1: This is something that I don't know if it goes along the same lines as what Let's you're saying, but maybe we'll do another episode. Just was like something insane. that um, popped into my head too is like um, wanting to have more kiddos was um, one of the big factors in moving away from your job where you traveled a lot. Cause mm-hmm. we just realized like this isn't sustainable. You wanted to be a bigger part in training the kids and that's hard to do to even get like a a daily, weekly rhythm going when you're gone, you know, every four weeks or whatever. And then there's, there's the like week leading up to of like prepping for you to be gone. And then the week of you being back of trying to get reacclimated. And, um, so yeah, so we realized too, like, there's some things in our lives that needs to change if we want to have kids and have a big family and feel like we're thriving in it. And um it wasn't an easy choice to lead like it's a it was an amazing company with really wonderful people that you were working with. And so it wasn't easy to just say okay, bye. (laughs) You know, it was a long process of praying and talking about it with a lot of people, um, that speak into our lives and making sure that, you know, this was the right move for us. But ultimately it came down to like, what's going to be best for our family as we're growing and trying to lead our kids to love Jesus. Um, Yeah. So that was just like a random thought that popped in my head.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you need to shape, um, your life around who you believe God calls you to be as a Christian and who you, um, feel that like you're called to be as a unique individual and like what your assignment is. And it's like, you know, we felt a certain way about life and ministry and family. Um, and, the way that we felt about it would not have been able to happen. Yeah. Had I stayed where I was at. And so yeah. like I think most of the time we're afraid and, and I think that comes back to like actual belief versus like, yeah. oh, I accept this as fact. Mm-hmm. Like, do I believe God's gonna care for us? Yeah. Do I believe that the relationships that I built will remain? Mm-hmm. Um, do I believe that I can leave in an honorable way? Yeah. Um you know, like all these things, like, do I trust God? Yeah. And do I believe that he's called me as a Christian to do these things? And do Mm -hmm. I believe our family's called and assigned in these ways? And
1: And do I believe that there's value in leading my family well?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could do, we could talk about that all day. I (laughs) (laughs) I certainly am still figuring it out, still working on it. Um, but, Yeah. So hopefully this is helpful guys. Um, you know, we encourage you, there is no one size fits all. Like we also want to be really sensitive to like people that are out there that can't have kids or that are struggling through a season of trying to figure things out. Like we, we are not giving you a one size fits all application. We're not telling you to go have more kids tomorrow. Like all we are telling you is this is our story and the way the Lord's convicted us, what we Mm -hmm. see in scripture. Yeah. And we would just encourage you if this is like sparking anything in your heart, um, then just like open your Bible and ask the Lord to like reveal himself to you and, uh, and reveal himself to your heart and, Mm -hmm. um, explore it on your own. And, uh, and yeah, hopefully it's encouraging. Hopefully it gives you hope. Um, and, uh, yeah, anything anything else to add?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: Cool. Well, we will be back next week with another episode. It will not be about babies or um, our pregnancy news. But if you are not subscribed, um, go ahead, click subscribe. I know that next week is going to be good because I already know what it's going to be. <laughs> and you don't. So trust me. And um, if you guys are willing, uh, we're really uh, trying to get this podcast out to more folks, um, so that they can hear, they can listen. If you enjoy this, if it encourages you, if you're learning something, any of the above, we would love it. If you guys would take some time, um, and just leave us a review. You don't even have to write anything, although we would love it. If you did, um, you can just tap the stars in iTunes and, uh, it really helps the exposure of the show and getting it out to more people. So yeah, we love you. Appreciate you. Um, if you want to grab the, marriage and family blueprint that justine was talking oh, yeah. about a few minutes ago um that is on our site chrisandjustine.com slash blueprint or um it's in the show notes it's in our links and social media you can find it just about anywhere hopefully that's valuable for you it's a free resource for you from us all good see you guys next week
1: bye